0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to uh, Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the hosts of the What Do You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows that either we haven't seen or shows that will hopefully lead to a great conversation. On today's episode, the Butt Bum Boys of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 2021 spooky anime mariko Chan. Let's meet today's gaba ghouls.
1: That voice you just heard, cosplaying as the coolest podcast ever, or I'm a podcast host ever. We have Jay. Jay, how's it
0: going tonight? Uh, I'm going pretty well. Please only refer to me by Peter from now on. Thank you. We'll do. Thanks, Pete. Next up, right. he is dressed as Kyoto tonight. We got Johnny. Johnny, how's
1: it going?
2: Uh, yes, I am indeed the Black Swordsman. I have slayed countless monsters, including Asnos. Let's move on.
1: Awesome. Next up, he dressed as a reformed man who doesn't swear or drink. We got Cat. Cat, how's it going? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh
3: wow. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm doing well. I'm actually trying to slow down my drinking, so yeah, that is actually true.
1: Yes, glad to have you. Our first moderator of the night, he is cosplaying as his favorite brand new animal character. We have Niles Niles. how's it going?
4: Well, guys, it's been fun. My time here on the What Do You Say Anime Podcast. Unfortunately, after that pun, I'm going to have to make like a cat and leave.
1: Fantastic. And because he dressed up, I'm giving him an intro. Our last moderator tonight. He has more simps than Makima. Borf for me, Daddy. We got Pat. Pat, how's it going?
5: Borf, Borf. Uh, Borf, Borf. Borf, Borf. So yeah, there you go. I am Bond, uh, from Spy Family tonight. Yeah, well, as a moderator, let's uh, let's get ourselves started here. We're watching Mirukuchan, which aired last fall from twenty twenty one. it was one of those uh Things we love to call seasonals around here. And uh, yeah, it's released in sub and dub, I believe, on Crunchyroll. I, I don't know if they have both there, in, at least in the United States they do. And yeah, why don't we start off with our usual first impressions for the show, done by Studio Pas- Passione. Passion with an E? I don't know. like Passione. Passione. Passione, that's how you'd say it in Italian and Spanish. So let's go with that. Miles, or pardon me, um, Niles, can you please uh, kick us off tonight?
4: can't say i didn't do this to myself yeah so pete it sort of let me know what to expect from yeriko chan uh which is why i nominated it i wanted to see how it went from being a very etchy sort of boob fest um to a slightly less etchy boob fest apparently after the first few episodes hannah is still a character so it, it is still a boob fest Episode one, I thought was pleasantly surprising. I didn't think it was like super etchy or anything. Uh, But then episode two happened and I was like, this is what Pete was talking about. (laughs) Um, Because it it really just layers it on. But overall, I would say I enjoyed my initial watch of Miracle-Chan. I think anime has just beat me into the ground so
5: I can accept things like this now. So um... that is so relatable. I thought the same (laughs) thing. I was like, this is so not offensive to me but then i was like if i watched this well at least the later episodes were non-offensive but if i watched this with like my family or someone else i i would be like oh just ignore that part or don't oh no that's just yes. no that's just what they're doing to all yeah. time or something like Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. all right uh and would you re- sorry would you recommend it i, I don't know uh, if you said that or not oh uh yeah why not yeah all right fair enough or yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> thank you, Johnny. I'm, uh, you know, Good for us for thinking of that. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, you did do this to yourself, Miles. Uh, Niles. Uh, Kat, what about you? I really enjoyed it. So, first few episodes were... They
3: did kind of mislead me a bit. I'm not a huge, etchy person. It was a little bit of a watch for the first three episodes. I did take a little bit of a break, about two days, and then I watched the rest of it. From the first three episodes... It, it it really it really sets the tone for the rest of the anime and then uh i would recommend it but not if you're really not huge with edgy i mean it's it gets better in the later seasons but just be just because you'd probably be thrown off for the first few episodes and then it still has little bits and pieces of it later on so
0: Fair enough all right um pete how about you uh, I enjoyed this quite a bit. like the first couple episodes were a little bit on the nose with some of the etchy stuff I would say, like the hand sanitizer bit or the bathtub scene, or I could go on and on a little bit, but I like the idea that a few others in the have mentioned outside of the pod that they were just trying to hook people in with the etchy and the weirdness. So they could kind of, you know, get going after that. Which I I understand. I've heard other uh, creators say the same thing in similar spaces. Most famously, the uh, person who did Redo of a Healer said that for a more extreme example of it. Not that I'm excusing that shit. Honestly, I would recommend this. But really only if you're a fan of, like, good horror monster designs, because I think the ghosts are really horrifyingly designed in a good way. And if you like kind of ambience, I would say. They do like the ambiance, ambience, however you want to say it, pretty well in this between the music and uh, the way the voice actors for the ghosts talk and stuff like that. So if you're somebody who likes, like, campy horror stuff, then I would recommend this. Otherwise, I would probably say just give it a pass.
5: I, I like that. Uh, the campy horror. Vibe. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. And the the monster design was really really good throughout. Very creepy looking, and you know you could always tell what they were supposed to be, but they always had those little quirks about them and those ugliness sort of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you just take one look at a screenshot, you know, like, what it's supposed to be. It's a uh, good good point there. All right, Johnny. What about you?
2: Yeah, so I'm not really that big of a horror fan, honestly. It's not. It's not that like I actively dislike this kind of show. It's just that like the. I think the main aspect of it, which is like the horror aspect, which like I don't really get scared by. Fi- I don't really get scared by fiction because nothing is as scary as reality, like I've said before. But so, in terms of like the etchiness kind of thing, I don't know. It was like it was there, but it's not like we haven't seen anything much worse. I thought it was like. I thought it would be more, honestly. Like, it was there in the first few episodes, but yeah, that was sort of fine. Honestly, I, I, I don't really have a whole lot. I mean, it's a show. It had some fun scenes. There were some. There was a few surprisingly nice moments that, like, caught you off guard. They kind of, like, make you think, like, this thing was going to happen, and then they, they make it all, oh, like, it's a nice twist on it. So, you know, that was... I thought some of those were nice, but yeah, I don't know. Just, it's a nice show. You watch it. Or don't. I don't know. I'm not your mom. Recommend. Why not? Okay. <laughs> Fair
5: enough. I agree with you that there are a lot of like just random like peaks of like really nice scenes or even just little one-liners at the end that make uh, made the show a lot better. Um and we can talk about those specific ones later on. Uh and uh manager, what about you? What do you think?
1: Yeah, this show has what sparked me for my conspiracy theory of that like mangaka or anime in general having the first 3 episodes be very fan servicey and whatever respect that they're in to draw people in and then afterwards actually write the story. So if you're like a new mangaka and you're trying to get sales so you can keep writing your story, you might throw in something like a lot of fan service and huge tits and then people might check you out. And then once you get some sales then you can start actually producing the story that you want to. I thoroughly enjoyed Miracle Chan from episodes four to twelve. Normally I would do like the rule of three and then if it was bad, I would drop it. But this show, I think you need to do the rule of four because I think after the tone shift of episode four, it kind of changes it up. And this might be a really wild comparison, but I think this show is a lot in like comparison favor to Mob Psycho, which I is a show that I absolutely adore. And so, yeah, I think if you're a fan of Echi and Mob Psycho, I would recommend Miracle-Chan. To me, I thoroughly enjoyed this show.
5: Wow. That's a very high praise from pete uh I definitely agree with that uh i or I agree with that rule of four being important with that show or, or this show specifically. I don't think I really have much else uh to add on my end. i think uh I watched it dubbed uh and I thought the voice actors did a fantastic job of like you know portraying fear and excitement you know like I don't it was a well done dub basically that's what I'm trying to say like you know I'm sure it would would have very easily compare to the sub. Uh, other than that, I think uh, I have other, uh, I'd rather just talk about the show itself. Cause um, a lot of the moments I liked, like Pete was saying happened episodes four through 12. I did get frustrated by it a lot though. Uh, Cause it kept showing hints of being better. And then it would just like come back down a little bit or, or and, and I also, it, it didn't feel like it changed. Like they really progressed very far. So I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, to myself, in hindsight, because I get I'm annoyed, kind of at it. But I I definitely think from the uh, for for most people, I think they would be able to at least enjoy it somewhat. And there uh, are some really good moments, so I wouldn't get turned off completely by like someone saying, "Ah, I didn't like it very much either." I think I think it's very see see if you like it yourself rather than trust anybody else uh, in this kind of show at least. But yeah, so cat, uh, I I heard. Through the grapevine, that you might have a starting uh, talking point. What would it, What would you like to discuss?
3: Yeah. Um. So, I wanted to ask everyone what their like, what their favorite episode of of the show is. Mainly because, like, you guys also have other talking points, and I feel like that's a really good way to like to because it does seem a little bit episodic in a way.
4: An interesting thing about this show and why I wasn't going to volunteer for this question was that a lot of the episodes seem pretty samey where she she has to go to spooky place that's spooky for her because she can see things and then she does go to spooky place and she gets out of it in one way or the other and like helps her friend or doesn't help her friend or does whatever um i would say that like my favorite part would probably be whatever episode we get the teacher's backstory in because i was expecting him to be like a psychopath or whatever um I wasn't really seeing the he he's more of a victim angle coming. Or like I guess I could have told you he'd be a victim, but I, I wasn't expecting him to not have continued that cycle of abuse in some way, other than just forgetting his students' names, which is like very you know, he's just a bad teacher. That's not that's okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
5: um, whoa, whoa, Come on. I did not remember a single one of my students' names. Oh, well, I guess that's why I'm not a teacher anymore. Oh. <laughs> a teacher, but... <laughs> Over the course of the entire year? No, maybe not. But uh, he was distracted. Come on, give him a break. That's tough.
4: Even after he... Point being, um, I liked that sort of element to it. uh, And I liked how it sort of showed us actually having the spirits affect someone in like a negative way. Because one of my complaints about the show was that, are the spirits actually bad? Does she need to be afraid of them? They are certainly spooky looking, but do they... They do anything i don't know but then they show that influencing jay
0: i think sorry to interrupt you no. i think that they do negatively influence people because you know how they have the scene with the axe spirit and he like hits the woman yep. and takes the spirit out of her she's like slumped over and has like crow's feet and stuff all around her eyes so i think it's kind of implied that the spirit is like draining her like by being around her if that makes sense
4: yeah, I, I definitely, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like big dumb, and like I need them to tell me like a little. You need more. them
0: to just straight up say like that spirit is that he killed the spirit that was harming her. I, I don't like even that.
4: like need that. I need like. Because, like, I definitely, like, agree with you, but, like, people do just, like, have hard days sometimes, right? I
0: do agree. Like, um, I could be – I could definitely be reading into it a bit much, but that's kind of what I felt they were implying with it, Uh, I guess. See,
4: I I don't think you're, like – I don't think that's, like, wrong at all. I just – and I probably would subscribe to that. I think that there are just other plausible explanations. Maybe that thing feeds off of the negative energy, and she was having a bad day, and so it was, like, harvesting her negative energy or something. Maybe – it was protecting her in some way, weird way, and it killed something that was affecting her and took it out of her. You know, we don't yeah. know anything about that character. You know, so I guess I would have liked to see someone we know be affected in some way. Wow. And we do see that with the teacher eventually, but it just, it takes a minute.
2: Uh, yeah, I was about to say, because during that arc, she also says how, like, And it it does sound, like, a bit far-fetched, but saying how, like, because there are so many spirits around the teacher, that's why Hana's constantly hungry. Because they literally, like, suck off her energy.
0: Well, no, it's because of her aura is why she's hungry. Yeah, because she has this aura aura or
2: something. So, like, I guess that's a way that, like, the spirits affect her. Which, in my opinion, I think that's a stupid explanation. But I, I don't know; it's just it's funny, very, though. Yeah, the, the, the that's user is it is. Air it's sort of comedy. Yeah, it's
5: great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just gonna say I I agree with Miles that it felt like the, I also don't blame him for not catching that because I for what I didn't really catch that she like looked different after the spirit got in. I I just, but the, you know, the fact that she's able to walk through the spirits and stuff, and and by just by not acknowledging them, like Miracle Mir- in general, just is able to not get affected by them. So, like, what threat did... It, and again, it's it so feels, much easier to say this when you're not actually seeing them and not being, you know, losing is, sleep over them like she is. They like, do show
0: I, that it affects her when she walks through them. Like, it does give her, like, bad... Fe- it gives her bad feelings and makes her feel sick because she has to do it at some point and is physically affected I, by
5: I interpreted it. that as her seeing what's inside the beast or just being so terrified that she was like, yeah. just shaken to her core by having to do something.
0: Kind of the same diff, though, if that's how it's going to affect her, you know? I,
5: I, I guess. I just think, like, oh, no, I'm feeling a little sick versus, damn, I feel like I'm I'm terrified that I'm going to die. Like, that's where... That's where the show lost the horror on, on me, at least, because I didn't ever feel like she was under threat.
1: She does, It's way more show. emotional damage than, like, yeah. physical. Like, the, the idea of being haunted is, like, mm-hmm terrifying and she's haunted and all the time
5: she's kind of doing it to herself then though no I mean, well it's... it's not her fault, not she's not at her fault she, but... honestly
4: she doesn't choose to see the things like i think that it's tough for her to have to see the things but there is an element of her trying to protect people that aren't her like i think they affect her because one she can see them two if they notice that she sees them they like try to attack her in some way we never really saw the end result of that because the fox uh spirit aliens i'm taking I'm straddling both sides of this debate. You know, like laser the shit out of them or whatever. But that is I you know, I don't know. Other than the teacher just being sad, we don't really see them harm anyone or anything.
0: Yeah. To give a little bit of like meta context to it, apparently the ex ghost is meant to be a anti hero, according to the author. So he is doing at least something good by removing the spirits he's not being he's not meant to be malicious towards the people about it
4: okay yeah that's what i see that was like my take was that there there was this woman who was cursed by a spirit maybe and he was looking around
0: i would all like you know how they have those like birds that pluck parasites off of like cows and stuff like that's yeah. basically what he's doing in a much scarier way—a symbiotic like, relationship. Yeah, like go. literally, he has well, a I paid yeah, 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 yeah.
5: Science class, look. It's
0: like a he's like a ghost it, Santa. Yeah. The um, first of all, he's apparently the most popular spirit in the series. He won a popularity contest, so good for you, <laughs> X Spirit. Good for you. And uh, yeah, I think that the whole like plot of the show is telling you: don't judge a book by its cover, right? And so the axe spirit and the dementia lady's husband are kind of like the examples of that for spirits, where just because they're like cursed or having a hard time or something doesn't necessarily mean they're all evil. Like they can't help how they look necessarily, you know.
5: I I did like that that scene with the the grandma like forgetting the code or whatever.
0: Yeah, although that was I also sweet. didn't like it
5: where she typed the code into her phone and it was like. Okay, so how does the thing not realize he sees her? Or she sees him?
0: I don't think that he cares, honestly. Like, it probably... It might be like a ghost-to-ghost thing, where he's like, okay, I'm just gonna take what I can get. Because it's not like... It's similar to her dad, right? Her dad probably knows that she can fucking see him. And I would assume so, anyway. We're left to assume, I guess.
5: That's where my frustration... Like, that's, again, one of those moments of frustration because i did love that moment with the dad that was so great you know it caught me off guard too i told i was like oh because i guess they hadn't shown us the parents yet I, I liked a lot of her interactions with all of her family you know like her, her mother is very nice even that one like. scene with the you mean the bath scene
2: yeah, yeah I mean, to, be, or-
5: to be blatantly <laughs> honest i didn't get as if uh, the etchy part of it is annoying like the scene itself was not bad. Where it's normal she for a time... fucking
0: teenager, like it's normal for siblings to take baths with their siblings. It doesn't have to be. Not gross when or she's weird. like
5: sixteen.
0: That's it, she's well, like twelve. It, they acknowledge
5: that they're like it's a little weird, but at the end of the day, they helped each other out. In the they're not trying they... to
0: fuck each other or anything like that, as far as I'm aware. So like but that's it's fine. A pretty
5: baseline standard in my opinion. But
0: I yeah, well, siblings. I don't know. I I didn't.
5: I can see why, but like also it's not I a can, hentai, yeah. and it's 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 not meant to be like that, or that scene is not meant to be that way. It's they didn't to, take
0: it th- that place, so I don't see why we need to take it that place. Is it, where I,
5: to, to, to me, I saw that as you know, the brother could tell something was, or or the brother felt that there's something off with his sister, or you know, like he was that's why he said, oh, does she have a boyfriend? Like, he was trying to see if she had hickeys, right? Because he's concerned that she is in trouble, like, oh, losing the money, whatever. Like, he's like, Hey, there's something different about you. What's going on? She tries to push him away. And then in that moment, when she pushes him away, she goes, you know what? I can't push everybody away. I need his help. So that's why that scene happened and the way it played out, like played out that way. And they didn't make it weird. They're just like, all right, yeah, sure. Wash my back. And then they did like small talk. And then the scene ends. Like to me, that was pretty, pretty tame. And uh, I liked that scene a lot. So I was like, oh, okay. So they're, they have a good relationship with each other. Like they're able to talk to each other. Uh, they care about each other. Whatever, like they they support each other. I think that happened in episode four too, which was that's
4: I... an episode four one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do like the messaging of that scene. I will say, like, I feel like there are other ways to do that with your siblings yeah. other than having them take a bath together. I I agree that it wasn't like the world's most egregious thing, but I do think that bath was picked in order to get her naked.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that aspect of the etchy part of it. I just don't think it was meant to be sexualizing them together. I do agree with that part like i like yeah, yeah yeah that's what I'm trying. you
5: could have her wear a towel you know pretty simple Proof. not that Proof.
0: hard i've just shown butt cheeks yeah it's
5: he had a better it... ass
2: not gonna lie <laughs>
0: so <he's a> nice... <laughs> it did feel like
3: it did feel a bit like the um the monogatari scene when she's taking the shower I, like for some reason that just reminded me of that we're just like in the middle of that scene when uh Aruragi meets uh what's her face and like in the middle of that scene, she smacks her own ass like that. That's just what that reminded me of, and I don't know why.
1: But I know why. <laughs>
4: uh, I, I really okay. like that sign, and uh, the name you're thinking of is um, uh, what's her name? Sinjoku. Nah, uh, my Sen- no, my, uh, my Sakurajima. Um, anyway, one
5: really good one. <laughs> that was you know just run. Oh, let's bring ourselves back. Yeah, uh, so
4: going way back to the original question that was asked, uh, Kat was talking about people's favorite episodes. I assume someone has episode four as their favorite episode. Me. Okay, Pete, would you like to talk about that?
1: Yeah, I just thought it was, I mean, honestly, for somebody who has like lost a parent, it's, it, I mean, even in Discord, when we started, I was talking about it, like I was starting to tear up. Like, I think like that was such a great, like portrayal of holding on to something of a parent. Like the pudding was like it represented of her dad. And like, to me, I had that with like a blue moon beer, like that, that will always remind me of my dad. And the pudding is always going to remind her of her dad. It was just like really sentimental and great. And the whole sixth sense thing where I didn't see it coming the first time watching it back on my rewatch, I thought uh, it was pretty like obvious because no one ever like acknowledged him when he was talking but then again a lot of people just don't acknowledge their dads so like I-, I thought they were just like kind of ignoring him so um i thought that was like kind of funny when i watched it the first time and then the second time i was like oh that's actually kind of like really smart writing and yeah i i, I love episode four i legit think it's like a 10 out of 10 episode it was just incredible it kind of like that's changed wh- my perspective on the entire show because of it i also think it's weird that the show doesn't have a slice of life tag yeah, I would agree that. with that. Yeah,
3: I, I most definitely agree with that yeah. because, like, there are times where I was watching and it just feels like slice. Because, of... like, it, when me and Jay were talking before the podcast, we said, like, I remember saying, like, this show feels like a slice of life with a twist. Because, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like fear and like creepiness going on, but a lot of the time it's just. It's just people living their life uh, from day to day, and it's fun. Mm. It feels it feels almost like um, the the anime where, where there's uh, four girls that are in like uh, that are in different grades and out in the countryside.
1: Non nonbiori. Yes, it feels kind of like that. Oh, okay. So, like, why I compare it to like Mob Psycho is because Mob Psycho a lot of times is like very slice of lifey. It's just day to day things with some like comedy mixed in. But then every now and again, you get, like, heartfelt moments, serious action scenes, and stuff like that. And then Mirko, I felt like, did the same thing, where it's like, most of the time, they're just hungry, and they're walking to go get food, and then then the threat happens. But then the threat usually doesn't last too long, and then they just continue moving on with their day. And that's kind of, like, why I felt like that. This was just, like, this is just a slice of life with with ghosts. And, I mean, I'm all for it, obviously, but I can see why yeah. some people are put off by maybe like the tone shift where at sometimes it's like serious and then sometimes it's fun and then sometimes it's horror and it really doesn't like pick where it is it kind of just like like just straddles like four different genres at times and i can see why people can will be put off by that
3: i understand why you why you chose non Bob Psycho for a um for a recommendation app.
4: Yeah, I think, I don't know, it's interesting to me. What do you guys think about Miriko's condition being sort of like an analog for, like, depression or something like
2: that? I, uh, I never got no, that. No.
3: Interesting. Okay.
2: It has to be, like, there was no specific event that triggered it. That's not how Or, like, works. a series of events. Also or good. that, like it's like, it just spontaneously came out. That's how depression works. Yes. <laughs> I, I, mean, I'm I don't sure know if like Johnny's some... the
1: right person for this question. <laughs>
2: okay, no, I'm, I'm sure, like, I'm not obviously going to say, like, anyone that, like, there's a certain way that depression happens. But I'm just saying for me and my experience, that I didn't see that. But if someone else sees it that way, like, maybe Miles sees it that way. It's just for me, I didn't see yeah,
4: it. Yeah, I, I guess, like, my thought on this was that she has, like, a hard time interacting with people uh she feels very lethargic like it has like similar symptoms or something like that it makes her afraid to like do things that she would normally like to do because of the presence of the spirits and everything like that she has a hard time making connections with people because of the presence of the spirits and all of that uh it's sort of her life is held down by this condition and she loses sleep she sleeps in she you know it's a, there's a lot of symptomatic similarities i guess i would say like i don't think that Mm. Mirko is like a depressed character but i just i guess i sort of like viewed it that way you have this sort of uh overcast happening while she goes about her
1: i I see what you're saying but i think it's a little bit of a stretch yeah because like she is haunted by ghosts like we we see that yeah yeah, but i I don't think it is like i don't think it i i maybe it is but like i i i don't think that we're supposed to like think that i don't think we're supposed to be diving in deep with her character with these like similarities or comparisons to like uh depression like you said i think it's just like literally the fact that she's haunted by ghosts
5: Fair enough. I I, I, get, I I get what you're saying now, Miles. I didn't think about it in the moment. Um, I think if it came full circle, and that's how it was, you know, like, you could tell by the end of the show for sure that 100% it's meant to be, like, you know, ref, basically a, an analogy for depression, I think that that would be really cool. Uh, I think that – I don't think it would be a stretch for that to be – the case either right now, you know, like if the if the author came out and said, "Hey, I was this is what it was meant to be," then I think I think I would buy it. You know, I w- I would believe it because I, I definitely see where you're coming from with the, uh, you know like it's always weighing on her, changing her activities, changing what she's doing. It comes in waves. Some days she's doing great with it. Some days she's do- having a really rough one. You know, mm-hmm. like like I think that that's where, uh, it could be possible. But I also think we might be death of the writer kind of thing like giving yeah i mean i
2: i don't i I don't don't know assumptions i don't
5: it's i don't i I guess i don't think so i don't think
4: it's like necessarily like the theming or this or anything but i guess i could just be see it being like inspired by like someone's experience with depression or whatever yeah or ptsd or something, that, right?
1: That I could see. I just don't think um, it's as blatant as, like, Sunny Boy or Fooly Cooly, where it has, like, a like a, the underlying theme is there, and that's why it's presented in its story. To me, that this is just a girl haunted by ghosts and trying to live her life.
4: But isn't someone who has depression sort of haunted, right? Like, isn't that... Like, that's not too philosophical.
1: I mean, it's... <laughs> no, for sure. It, it, like, they're battling their own demons, in a sense, type of thing. But... I, I don't think that the way that the story is pers- like how it's portrayed compared to something like Fully Cooley, compared to something like Sunny Boy, okay. that it's like in that same realm. But I mean, you could definitely make ties to those things. That like, yeah. how
4: about when the ghost of the mother literally gives the son depression?
3: That's more of like I think that's actually an example of why the why the why the analogy doesn't really portray as well mainly because it's like actually doing this it's blaming his depression on his mother's
4: ghost yes that is i mean you can't get any more nail on the head than that can you (laughs) i guess i'm just saying that like these hauntings and stuff i guess at least to me are reminiscent of mental illness and we see them causing it in the case of the teacher right like it's literally the memory and trauma from his mother being an absolute fucking sociopath that causes this. And she's able to exercise that, and it allows him to become Batman. See, um, I think it's
1: more of like the theme of the like that, that arc it's trying to tell you. Like, you're not the person that your mother is forcing you to be. Like, you don't have to, like, have that weight of that person on you forever. <laughs> like, you can be your own person. And then, like, I don't think... Like, literally being depression is, like, what it represents.
4: I don't think it has to be exactly that, right? Like, because, like, the happy one with the dementia lady, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, that could... Well, you could actually say that he looks so gross because her memories are faded or whatever. But, um, you know, yeah, I, I'm not saying that's, like, the only thing. I just, like like, if you have... They can mean a lot of different things. There's a lot of different ghosts and everything. I just was, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I don't need to defend this much where I'm not like super in on it. I was just viewing it as a potential reading.
1: Gotcha.
5: So, <laughs> you're valid.
1: Thank you. Okay. Does anybody else have a favorite episode?
0: episode I just like the last two. Bit. Two. The cats. All oh, the Very end. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, fun fact, that guy, the first kanji of that guy's name, his name is Gozuka. The first kanji of his name means Australia. That's a Japanese lesson for you, Miles.
4: Thank you. There's, I didn't surprise Japan as a kanji for Australia.
0: But... I actually teared up a little bit, I'm not gonna lie, but that's just because I love cats. What, what part when, uh, giving when the, the- cat When the cat spirits showed up and were around him. That was like the first that time was... we see, like, good spirits, too
5: yeah his wife too you could tell Mm -hmm. was there or whatever like that was yeah again like moments like that were really really good in this show which is why it frustrated me that i I don't know maybe it just felt like to me they i I guess we're moving on from the favorite episodes a little bit here but like for me the big frustration was that like miles i I didn't feel like every episode felt the same until now that i thought about it they kind of did that miles brought it up but uh like it, 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 to me, it was more just like, oh, okay, when is she going to try something different? When is she going to change her approach entirely to these monsters? And then we're going to see progress. And it felt like, I don't know, I, I, I said the first five episodes, it felt like she didn't do anything. And then Miles kind of was just like, you mean the first 10? And then, and then I thought about, it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. She really doesn't change her actions or what she's doing to try to remedy her situation at all. And that frustrated me because again, like it, I was enjoying it, but I was also like, "All right, come on, let's get to the point. Let's get to the point. When when is she going to combat these things? When is she going to actually do something different? When um when are we going to find out that her curse is a blessing or her? When is she going to become all of a sudden she going to become freaking Sakata from Fire Girl Senpai, where he's like f- going around fixing each person's problem, you know, or haunting, so to speak. Like I I, I was like expecting it to get to that point. And I never really did. I'm sure I'll go read the manga. It'll eventually get there, but I don't care enough to, you know. I'm surprised I, because she
1: definitely helped like a ton of people with her. She what helped two. Well, she, she helped. Too. She helped Hana. She helped Yuri. She helped Zen.
5: Well, she how does she help Hana?
1: With her aura and like uh, killing the thing she's, that was. Uh, she, yeah, grilling she's like off protecting her.
5: her the whole thing. Yeah, she's protecting her, but she doesn't. She's protecting her from something she can't see or feel or or well that experience. that we
1: see when she goes to rescue the dog. there's essentially this giant monster using her as a grill, and then mm-hmm. Miko right. gets rid of her and it, it helps her with her eating disorder thingy that she's got going
5: on.
0: Because she doesn't have to, her aura doesn't burn off as much yeah. whenever the th- guy isn't using her as a fuel source. Yeah. Doesn't she eat more in the last, like, two episodes of the show still, though? Well, that's like, the running gag. Like, yeah, because the she's, still, she's, like still, she's, still hungry, she's still hungry. She's still hungry because she has a lot of aura yeah. still. But she's not she's, hungry it's yet not, two it's hours. Not nearly as worse. Yeah, yeah like, she could even focus during one class. Remember?
5: Yeah, I thought that was in, like, the last episode. Maybe I just. Oh, I was, think like, she. The was... That was, like, episode five or
1: something. I think it's no. 10. She did.
0: She they did it again. in episode? Another episode. They did. No. 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 no they show her eating off. in class again towards the end. I remember that. I think it's like one of the very last frames, actually.
3: Speaking of that, the whole comparison to like Bunny Girl Senpai uh, and Madigatari, uh in retrospect, uh, like the episode where where she actually does get the uh, get the weird fox monster thing. It really. That's actually my favorite episode, because it feels like she's actually able to get a weapon against these things that are, like, a, basically trying to cause mischief,
4: at the
1: very least. As long as she's um, got money. As long as she got money.
4: <laughs> well, no, they don't like the money anymore, and I'm very curious about that, because they are after her or something at the end there.
2: Was it a dream?
5: No. it literally was a dream. It was literally a dream, but, like, maybe yeah. she... But maybe if she chose to visit them in the dream, so I, I assume... You mentioned, was... she
0: says, like, they're visiting her in her dreams now, which, right. I mean, obviously she wouldn't necessarily know if they had done it for real, for real, but it's not out of the question mm-hmm. that they would yeah, do it. Yeah. So, wait, I am... Okay, my... You know how
4: they have... They, there's, like, that trope where you do something involving a spooky thing, and then you wake up in your bed? And you're like, I guess that was all a dream, but it mm-hmm. wasn't actually at all a dream. They used their spooky powers to make you wake up in your bed. I feel like that's
3: not completely it.
4: Then I, why I, wouldn't I, she have gone to the shrine to try to give them stuff? That's what them. I was
3: thinking. Because, like, if it was, if it was just a dream, and it was, like, I feel like she maybe was planning to go there later, but it mm-hmm. just wasn't that day. And then maybe the dream was influenced, but it wasn't like speaking magic powers or anything like that.
1: I think this is something that could possibly be answered with future content that will have an answer yeah. for this. Because I was about to cause, say, cause it, cause, we don't
5: know till we watch her read the manga. Yeah, there Cause, you cause go. it's like, we know
1: that they are sh- like shrine maidens. Uh, we know that they helped her because of the offering and the money that they gave her. I don't know if this is like a parking meter where she needs to refuel it in order for her to get the service, but I think that's kind of like what, where it's presented, that she needs to continue offering either mochi sticks or money in some way to get these spirits to be her bodyguards.
4: Okay, yeah. So the impression that I got was that she left these things, they were insufficient, and they are angry at her for some reason and are now possibly antagonistic towards her and she's yeah. fucked.
1: That did happen, but it happened in a dream. So we don't, like, I don't think it's defined, like, if that's for sure what it is.
4: Well, we see them, like, ominously be behind her at the end, right?
2: Yeah. It's tough to leave. Okay. She originally got those spirits when she went to the shrine and prayed, but, like, at that time, all she offered them was, like, a single coin. Yeah. So why would they be mad now? It's,
1: uh, that's the mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like my parking meter analogy. Like, is the is you the, know meter what I'll the meter say? empty, or does she need to refuel it with more money? Or
0: you know what money? I'll say? What I noticed, there was something missing whenever she went to the shrine in her dream. Can you guess what was missing? hana Anna, Anna the wasn't there. The bitch with the huge amount of fucking aura. Also, oh, so hana's aura could be is the she could she could be the key to it, yeah. Ah,
2: mm. telling probably human sacrifices or canon in this show.
0: Well, probably. It also yeah. showed that spirits are attracted... Evil spirit, evil, quote, spirits are attracted to Hana as it is. We don't necessarily... Just because they're, like, not corrupted or whatever doesn't necessarily mean they're, like, good, if that makes sense. Mm. Morality it's, like a, it's like a light is not good situation here, necessarily. So it could be that they are antagonistic forces that they do want Hana at the... Like, they are they could be protecting Miko just so other spirits can't consume Hana and so they can get her eventually. I like that. they probably don't get much nourishment from these tiny spirits they eat at the shrine, especially that big one, you know?
1: It reminds me of, like, Noragami, where, like, his, like, fee is, like, 5 yen because he's such, like, a small god. And then this is, mm-hmm. like they're offering is like, maybe they're not as popular as other shrines. So they'll take like the aura instead of money or something like that. I think that's really cool. I am. Yeah.
4: They I, couldn't read the kanji on the shrine. Like maybe it talks about them being, I don't know, you know, like feeding on aura in some way, or, you know, who knows?
1: That's one. Uh, I had another talking point since this is Halloween and we need, we essentially chose this because it has the quote horror tag. So I want to get your guys' thoughts in, I think other people view, the, view horror as, like, subjective in different ways. How you guys viewed the horror of Miracle-Chan.
3: I personally thought that the horror in this show was actually, it felt more creepy than horror. Like, it, at most it might be a thriller, but still, like, it didn't feel like it was supposed to make, me, make you scared. And maybe that's just for me. But it felt like it was supposed to make you creeped out from like, uh, especially from the first few episodes. Although it doesn't do it as much later on, but like the design of the creatures gets progressively more and more horror inspired. Like the uh, the one with the huge claws and the one with the barrel on his back, uh, like a spider. Uh, That, I feel like it was supposed to make people creeped out rather than rather than be horror. So do you view horror
1: as, like, being scared, then? That's, like, how you view horror?
0: Well, I actually... Probably, yeah. Uh, So Orson Scott Card, one of the greatest writers and directors of all time, talked about the difference between dread, terror, and horror. Dread is like a primal fear. It's tension of knowing that something is going to be scary. You haven't identified what it is yet. The fear comes when you realize that your spouse should have been home an hour ago. Or when you hear a strange sound in a room you haven't gone into, when you realize that a window you're sure you uh, closed is now open, stuff like that. Terror only comes when you see the things you're afraid of. There's somebody coming at you with a knife, the ghost in this. The headlights coming towards you are in your lane. This is when all the muscles in your body, except perhaps your sphincter, tighten and you stand rigid, or you scream and you run. Horror is the weakest of all. After the fearful thing has happened, you see its remainder, its relics, the grisly, hacked up corpse. Your emotions range from nausea to pity for the victim, and even your pity is tinged with revulsion and disgust. Ultimately, you reject the scene and deny its humanity. With repetition, horror loses its ability to move you, and to some degree, dehumanizes the victim and therefore dehumanizes you. So I think that this is a pretty good example of. There's no dread in Mirako chan It's all horror and a little bit of terror. And that's probably why it loses its effect, I would say, is because, yeah, the mo- the ghosts are gross-looking, but you see them literally dozens of times every single episode. It would be better if it was more focusing on, like, the tougher monsters coming after her and stalking and trying to kill her or whatever instead of, like, A bunch of little weak monsters that their main thing is they say creepy shit or whatever
5: i like that i think that's interesting but
0: i also think that just the the nature
5: of shows like this for me at least like it like you can look at them and be blown away by their design which again was really really good but they never really did anything more than like your typical jump scare like they even made a joke about it uh, at least in the dub they did where they were like oh this is the moment when like there would be a head in the locker when you look back or something like that, you know? And then there was actually a head in the locker. It's like, I jump scares, get me to jump. And they like, you know, like I'll be like, Oh, but then I'm, it's not like necessarily what it is. It could literally just be someone. I mean, I, I sit around the house and I, someone touches me. I like flip out. If, even if I'm just staring at my phone or whatever, cause I just, it, it catches me off guard. Right. But then general horror stuff like this doesn't really, yeah. really get to me where like, yeah. Oh, I can sit there and be like, Oh shit. Yeah. If I saw that in real life, I'd be terrified, but I'm not seeing it in real life. I'm seeing it in a show. So I, I don't know. That's how, I guess that's how horror movies for me have always been too. Like, you know, like movies that I've seen in English and in whatever, like they, they don't, it, it's not really scary to me. I, I think, I think especially seeing them too, like you said, once you actually see them, they become less scary than, than your thought would be. Cause like, to me, like, oh, if I saw the aftermath of like a gory or filled room or something then i might be a little more scared because i'd be like oh oh god what could have done that but Mm -hmm. once they actually show the beast yeah uh,
0: it's not that scary Hmm. Uh, two things for me i guess one i just mentioned orson scott Card, so obligatory for anybody listening who might actually read books orson scott card is a huge piece of shit great writer (laughs) huge piece of shit uh i just i said he was one of the greatest of all time And I just didn't want anybody to think I, like, respect him as a person, is the thing. Second thing, I do agree with you. I think that this is kind of a weakness of a lot of horror movies and stuff as a genre. Horror is scarier to me in, like, a video game or a book where you have to force yourself to go forward, if that makes sense. That's part of the fear for me, is you have to make yourself go forward in those. Whereas in a TV show or a movie i'm like i get the effect of like i can yell at somebody no bitch don't go in there stuff like that you know you're so stupid don't go in there the killer's in there but it's not you pushing forward personally for me why would we
1: get in the running car let's hide behind the chainsaws yeah exactly let's let's run
0: through the forest (laughs) where we're we're obviously going to trip and break our ankle
4: what is that from pete i think it's like
1: a progressive commercial (laughs) Oh,
4: okay, <laughs> It uh, feels like a cabin in the woods or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. What I will say in Miracle-Chan's defense uh, with your definitions is that, sure, they're showing it, but a lot of these things are so passive, but clearly actors, that to me, like, I wasn't afraid or anything, but putting myself in um, her shoes gave me a tremendous amount of anxiety yes um me too where you know just like thinking about what her life must be like and like i think you do get some dread because you know something's gotta happen something is going to happen you don't know when most of these things are passive but you have to live life in this like very specific way you have this hanging over you this entire time and you're just sort of like waiting for the day for one of these things to catch on to what you're doing and like that feels dreadful to me i will say it's not like spooky but it's anxiety e
1: <laughs> yeah yeah my, my biggest thing is i think miles you kind of confirmed it is that she can see her dad and not being yeah. able to interact with him must be heartbreaking and yeah just my anxiety was through the roof when i like kind of thought about it that way because like what if she like doesn't talk to her dad because she doesn't want like maybe like a spirit attacks her dad and she wants her dad there as long as possible or something like that like to me that was like such a cool horror aspect that i really enjoyed maybe it's more like psychological i guess where like she's fighting the battle in her head on what she wants to do instead of actually physically doing it and to me that's just i think it's so cool like um really random example but in berserk that like guts can't sleep at night i think adds like an incredible like horror aspect of trying to get through the day with like lack of sleep and it's stuff like that where like you're fighting these mental battles alongside with like a physical embodiment of something is just such a cool horror aspect to me that i really love it and it's probably why i love like stuff like perfect blue so much where like we can have like these mental battles in our minds with what's happening and discuss it and just be immersed in the story. And I was immersed with Miracle Chan.
0: How do we know she can't interact with her dad is the thing. Uh, well,
4: so from manga spoilers, if anyone plans on reading this or whatever, but there is internal dialogue in the manga. And my understanding is that they might do a better job of the anime. Cause you're right. We've talked about this before, Jay. They don't always show those spirits around her dad. But there are frequently spirits hanging out around her dad. Um,
0: I understand where you're coming from with this. I'll let you finish, but I already know what I need to. What I'm thinking about it. Continue. Okay.
4: So sh- her concern, according to her internal dialogue, is that if she acknowledges her dad, that it might become known in that realm that she can acknowledge, and she's afraid. But
0: Zinn's mom straight up knows that she can see him or her. She acknowledges Zen's mom acknowledges that she can that Miko can see her. Yes, and
4: then they that's just a kill her.
0: Yeah, but like there, you're telling me there were no other spirits around
4: when that was happening. Um, I I, I mean, I don't.
3: Maybe I we don't weren't.
0: see any. We don't see any spirits around her dad all the time too. Well, we yeah.
4: also see that um,
3: that like, some of the bigger spirits.
0: Check to see if the coast is clear, if that's the case.
4: Yeah, she could <laughs> write a letter or something, too. There there are ways around it. I think that it's the desired effect that the author wants. I agree yep. that it is a bit convoluted,
0: as you I were un- stating. I definitely understand the authorial intent, but I don't think that there's, like, a, a mechanical reason for it, necessarily, if that makes uh, sense.
4: Yeah, I agree. I think that they tried to set one up as much as they could, and yeah. it's, like, enough for me to be like, okay, sure.
0: Yeah, um, that's where I'm at too, but I'm just like, well, there's also this where like Zen's like he she did a, a spirit has acknowledged that she can see them before. You
4: know? And surely in a hospital, right? There would be lots of spirits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's
0: a hospital of all places too.
4: Very, yeah, typically haunted buildings. Like I mean, I d- I definitely do agree with that. I do think that there is some um This is what happened, and so it's what happened um to it. You know, not thinking about like the likelihood of anything or whatever. But I do think it's—I okay. I, expect her to acknowledge her dad at some point, and I think that's supposed to be like a character growing moment yeah. or something. It's also possible that she's so afraid that she's just afraid of doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like interacting with him,
1: like and a she's like attacking her dad or something. Yeah. yeah.
4: I think like a way to resolve that could be her acknowledging she's sort of been making excuses for herself not to talk to her dad and she's been because she's just afraid about her entire situation, which is like her whole, her whole deal is she just is trying to ignore the reality of her world. Yes. Um, so that could possibly be a fix and if not, then I would say that your criticism is, is correct.
5: Let me take my hand off uh, so that I can actually look at my phone and write down all these scores. But yeah, so Miles, why don't you start us off? Sure.
4: Um, I enjoyed Mirko chan I'm excited to see more. It's one of those things that I think is weighed down uh, by the beginning of it, as well as some of the world-building issues that Jay has pointed out. However, I, I think generally I like the world and stuff. I think that it's a little loose but overall enjoyable. If there was a season two, I would watch it. If someone just gave me the manga, I would read it. Um, but I had a good time. Uh Hannah's Best Girl. And
5: I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Alrighty. Uh cat, what about you?
3: Um I I thoroughly enjoyed Miracle Chan. It was it was a really fun watch. Um, the first few episodes they were they weren't insufferable in my opinion, but they were a little bit uh like they felt off. Um but I feel like the rest of the show really kept it up. Uh especially with like a, a lot of the like monster designs, well I mean ghost design like continually ramping up throughout the um throughout the show and actually starting to overshadow a lot of the smaller ghosts with like some of the bigger ghosts like the the bucket ghost and the uh the mother ghost stuff like that uh that's i thought that was a really good progression and because of that i will say that i am going to rate it an 8 out of 10 because i thought that it did a really good job and for my best girl, I'd say that Miriko-chan is probably the best girl. Just because she's she's going through a lot of this, trying not to worry her friends and worry the people around her.
5: I like that. Yeah, I think all of the characters that we at least get a lot of time with are, are pretty interesting in their own way. Um, like, I, I'll i talk more in
0: my own closing thoughts. Uh, Jay, what about you? Uh, or Pete,
5: pardon me. Sorry.
0: Yeah, thank you. Peter. Uh, I enjoyed it. Pretty well. I know I sounded a little bit hard on some of the uh world building aspects of it, but that's just because honestly I'm kind of nitpicky about stuff like that. Sometimes I like for things to be internally consistent. I shouldn't expect that from like everything, so, and I don't really. But it's nice when it lines up. Um, I thought that this was pretty good. Like the animation and character designs were really. Besides the monster designs, weren't really anything to write home about. Soundtrack was pretty solid um they didn't really reuse a lot of tracks either which i appreciated like some shows it feels like they get like two or three themes and then just play that over like every situation bless you i think looking at you naruto um you just choke on a hairball yeah (laughs) uh but overall like I think I would recommend this to somebody, like, if you, again, like I said, if you like campy horror stuff, then this will probably be in your bag. Don't think about it too, too hard, and just kind of enjoy it. Maybe look up manga panels of scenes you're confused about, because from what I understand, they cut out a lot of internal dialogue and stuff like that for Miko especially, which is odd to me. It had some heartwarming moments too, which we all mentioned, but I really appreciated that. Like, it was, like, episode two for, I think it was... Eight or ten for the pregnant woman one. Those were all really sweet episodes. I, I liked them a lot, and you know, honestly, I liked what they did with the teacher. That was a good twist too, that I was not expecting. I fully expected him to just be a complete psychopath. Which you know, what it seems like he might be a little bit messed up, but like, yeah, like, yeah, that's
4: he does murder viable... someone.
0: <laughs> but I mean, that guy deserved it. Like that guy. True. Like I don't know if if you've ever watched uh Don't Don't Mess with Cats on yes. Netflix, you'll understand. <laughs> Yeah, so I liked it well enough, but I don't think that it was pretty much... I didn't think it was anything super special, so I'm going to go ahead and give it, I think. <sighs> this is a 6 out of 10 for me, I think, overall. Yeah.
5: 6 out of 10? Alright, uh, Johnny, what about you?
2: Yeah, so for me, again, the horror didn't really affect me. You know, it's just like... Also, just... Mostly just because like, I'm not really like a huge fan of like the supernatural kind of thing. I don't know. It just... I was never really convinced by it. And by that, I mean that when I was six years old, I told everyone that Santa was fake. Which, you know, that was... uh, Yeah, fun time for the other kids, but... Fun time for the other kids, but anyway. So, yeah. I I mean, the story was... You know, it was just very slice of life. Very episodic. It's just, like, one of... You could watch, I think, like, half of these episodes in the wrong order and you wouldn't be that confused. As for the and like the fan service i mean it's there but it's anime it's it's there so yeah it, and best girl is probably gonna be miko because just like uh there was the lolly too none of us even mentioned her yeah she was just kind of just existed but, i yeah. liked her a lot
5: overall you, yeah 7, was seven cool. out of
2: 10 it was you know it's a good show and it's, you know just has some good moments
3: yeah
5: yeah. So, uh, wait. So, are you talking about uh, Yuria or whatever her name is? The Dalali. Mm-hmm. Yulia. Yeah. Yeah. The,
0: Yulia. the one
2: with like the mushroom. The,
0: um, yeah, mushroom, mushroom girl. There.
4: Yeah, I liked her too. I just I don't know. She didn't really play into any of the big moments. I feel like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind
2: of just existed.
5: I. What well, I liked. I, I liked the dynamic that she brought where, uh, between the three of them because it was like, all right, she sees everything, she sees some things, and she and the last one sees nothing, and they're all, all of their internal thoughts about what each other was doing or whatever was all very fine. I guess it wasn't really – with Hana, it was always external thoughts because she says everything that comes to her mind. But but like Yuria's sitting there thinking, oh my god, did she just annihilate those small spirits? And meanwhile, it's the big spirit. Mirko seeing that it's the big spirit – that destroyed the, what do you call it? That destroyed the little spirits. I don't know. I really liked that aspect a lot. Um. Uh, either way. All right. Uh, manager, what about you? What do you think?
1: Yeah. I- I'm going to touch on Julia real quick. Um, there was a scene where they all took a selfie and then she set her, the picture as her background. I thought that scene was incredible. Like the whole time she's been just trying to be friends with people and she finally found friends. I thought that was great. Uh, a couple of things I watched, my rewatch was in the dub and I thought it was hilarious. I thought that maybe the butt bun joke would get old and it didn't. I laughed every single time. We didn't talk about the OP. The OP was incredible. I thought the lyrics to it were so fun for it being a horror and they kind of made like this poppy jazz song. I I was bobbing my head to it, but the whole time she's like, please leave me alone. Hilarious. Loved it. Yeah. Um, Hana, best girl for sure. This show would be like, if I made like a top 10 season 2 win list, it would probably be up there. That's how much I thoroughly enjoyed the show. I disagree with it on being episodic. I really do think that the main storyline was there, and I really enjoyed how it progressed throughout the episodes. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, my only real complaint is the is not necessary at all in this show. I thought what it was going for was wonderful, and I just wish it kind of had a slice of life tag uh, slapped onto it, so I think people could have some better expectations of what they're getting into. But to me, this show was... An absolute treat. Episode four is one of my favorite episodes in anime history. I love it. This show was just a whole bunch of fun. Loved how it balanced between horror and slice of life and comedy and supernatural and thriller and stuff like that. Just a wonderful and wonderful show. I'm giving the show a nine. I loved it. I, I think, honestly, if it wasn't for the etchy, I would give the show a 10. That's how much I thoroughly enjoy the show.
5: Um, wow. Uh, I am somewhere in the middle of everybody. I really i really did enjoy the show had a lot of high peaks for me but it also they actually like like he kind of just said it, it was so just non-existent like it, had, it added absolutely nothing to the story you know so again sometimes that can add whatever you want to say like it could be part used as a vessel for a story or whatever but in this case there was nothing being gained from it at all and that that frustrated me because the rest of the I don't I was I was curious. I w- I really wanted to finish this show when I was watching. I was I was hammering through it like in one go. It was really good. I liked a lot of the the emotional moments that that would happen where it was like oh yeah, this is someone who I've lost and acknowledging that they're they're gone and and you know, like seeing people how they cope with loss themselves and then maybe they are getting you know they get, it's it's a nice thought to have too that maybe someone who's gone still has an impact on my life in some way or uh you know like whether that's with the cats willing him to pick the one or two of the food options or whatever and then the the other cat liking it like you know who knows what i i really like those kinds of scenes in the show so i think a 7 out of 10 is where i'll sit uh on this one i didn't really again it wasn't mind-blowingly good at at most points but i think like I would probably have given it an 8 if it didn't have any etchy and it just focused on the main story and also moved a little bit quicker too. It felt like, I don't know, this feels like it could have been like 8 episodes and we would have gotten to the same point if, if they condensed down a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so that adds our total average score to a 7.33 which is not too bad. Considering, right around where the MAL is. Considering a the bit MAL bit is... lower, but mm-hmm. The MAL is at a 7.44. Which uh I don't know, I, I feel like that's about where we would have ended up too if we asked more people in our Discord what we what their thoughts were. So I think that, that, that good job team, you know? We, we agreed with the Mal Overlords this time. Uh but yeah, so now two weeks from now we will be watching Millennium Actress, or we will be discussing Millennium Actress. So there's no there's no voting to go over. Uh because we didn't do any, and we did our did this spooky episode out of order, and we're bad planners, yada yada yada. However, now we will be nominating shows at least for this would be for our November twenty eighth. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Watch Club show? show. Thank you. Yeah, my brain is uh, fried. here to help. No That's worries. All... Yeah, thank you, mo- <laughs> thank you, fellow moderator. Um, so yeah, let's start nominating shows for the twenty eighth. Uh, Miles, what show do you got for us?
4: Sure. Um, I am going to be nominating The Daily Life of High
1: School Boys. Oh, nice. Yeah.
4: Um, I figured it's something else I'm morally obligated to watch and uh, I want to make up for the Urimo episode. So...
2: <laughs> I'm still not, sorry.
4: There's... Yeah, I am. So <laughs> there's that. It, I think it's probably like a little different than the things we've watched before too. So I think it might be nice to give that a go it's pretty highly regarded so i don't know if we have done history. like
1: a true comedy yet
4: yeah it's
2: like a gag humor right yeah, like yeah.
1: yeah we did devil's a
2: part-timer that's not yeah, a true that's comedy.
4: Like a, yeah it's yeah. like a story and stuff
0: gave you guys the opportunity to do fucking panty and stalking hey, and
1: i did with also be Anyway
0: well there's <laughs> the there's the
5: resounding silence that you want to hear when you bring, up, bring up shows that you nominate uh <laughs> yeah uh cat what have you got
3: in a shocking move, I am going to contrast Miles's Wasteful Days, I mean, uh, Daily Lives of High School Boys with Wasteful Days of High School
4: Girls. Love it.
2: You uh, guys could tell is me. It that it's actor, gonna... I, is it the same actor? Is it the same author? I hope it's the same author.
4: It's the same studio, at the very least. Wow. It is I the same so author because it's
2: the same universe.
4: Oh, it's the same studio as uh, Miracle Chan, my apologies. Passionate.
5: You guys could have told me that this was all one elaborate joke, and I would have believed you. But apparently they're not. It's not. It's, those are two real shows. There you go.
0: Oh, yeah. Alright, uh, Pete, what about you? Okay, so I think that uh, for mine, I'm going to do something that we haven't... I don't think I've nominated it before, but I might have. I'm going to nominate Girls' Last Tour. Girls' Last Tour. I was just okay. looking at that manga this morning.
3: I... You'd
4: really like it. I'll put it on my list, then.
3: I started watching that and never continued watching it, so it'd be nice to watch it again. To watch it all the way through, I mean.
5: Mm-hmm. There you go. Alright, uh, Johnny, what about you?
2: Yeah, so I'm gonna nominate a show from spring of this season. I'm gonna nominate a Heron song. A Heron song? The white, the white um, girl. A, he a Heron. Yeah, yes.
4: yeah, that one.
2: One show. Me and Miles watched it.
4: We did. Very
2: nice. And there I gave go. it a 7. I gave it an 8.
5: <laughs> On brand. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Pete, what about you? I'm gonna need the boys to get... Their, I already their, gave you mine.
1: They're tut and ready. Ooh. Re-up with Link Click, baby. Let's
4: do it. Link Click. That is almost destined to win. With three legacy points, not even God himself could stop
5: this from winning. Unless. Unless... Someone uh else here nominates uh, uh another show that people all seem to love and I would enjoy finally finishing it. I've got like three episodes left and I just can't kick that bucket. Um that is Pari Pikome or Ya Boy Kongming. I would uh You haven't uh, finished it? Dude, I've got like three episodes left. I, I just can't yeah I, I, no, I have four, actually. I've been I really love it. I just you know when you lay down to go to bed do you want to watch an anime that's subbed and have to read subtitles and get tired after an episode or do you want to watch a youtube video for 3 hours uh realistically i should probably do the first one but i don't so there you go but you know i that's your from... version of seeing
2: ghosts by the way
5: um yeah it is it's... it really is
2: um all it's demons re- if you will
5: it's research for my job i'm trying to scout new channels you know that's what it is
2: okay. yeah
5: All right. (laughs) So you're
4: nombing your boy Kongming?
5: Yes, that is a serious nomination. I I am nominating your boy Kongming. Okay. Bon, bon, a chicky chicky ba. I mean, honestly, good job selling it to me. I think,
4: unfortunately for you, everyone else in this Discord has the willpower to finish three episodes.
5: (laughs) Well, you know what? At the end of the day, I will survive. And maybe I will eventually watch the show by the end of my life. Who knows? all right that's all of our nominations very, very uh everyone seems tired tonight I, nope. happy to halloween you. no right, okay. i'm exhausted don't worry about it buddy thank you um Happy Halloween, everybody. And uh, Pete, why don't you wrap us up? Yeah, if you made this all one,
0: right. All right. If you guys to... want to find us on Twitter, you can follow us <laughs> at What Do You Say, Annie. That's all one word. If you want to follow the actual best podcast, you can also follow the Manga Melee Pod on Twitter. That's all one word, Manga Melee Pod. And if you want to follow the J Factor, you can go to at ShardBased on Twitter. That's Shard as in Shard of Glass and Bass and Will Be the base God. <laughs> Jay's acting wow. like that.
1: I'm not editing that out. You don't add that
0: out. It's too good. You don't add that. It it's too good. You can add not. this part out, though.
1: Hell no. <laughs> if you made it this far, though, and you want to support us, best way to do so, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening to us on uh, next week. Don't know what we're doing. I'll figure something out. Otherwise, if you are here for Watch Club, in two weeks, we will see you for Millennium Actress. Thanks, and we will see you next time.